So, um, it looks like, at the moment, I'm not planning on doing the daf in the morning, tomorrow. I'm going to be out of town, and the question is whether I'll be able to do it online. I can't guarantee you. I've got a bris tomorrow morning, Mr. Shem. So, oh, thank you. So, I'm going to definitely uh, count on doing the 7 and the 9, and I'm going, to, I'm going to see if I'm able to put it up early or not. I may or may not, because I'm traveling. So, Mr. Shem, we'll see. Though. Hope for the best. Be back I'll be back tomorrow evening, yeah. And hopefully in the late afternoon, even. But, okay. Amen. Thank you. Okay, so uh, we're going to go back to the Mishnah on Pei Hei Amid Beis, 85b. Do we have any Levium here today? Not today. Okay. Oh, you're Levi. Okay, that's right. This is, this is your Mishnah. Okay, well, actually, the next one will be too, but... Okay, Bas Yisrael Mareses Lekohen. So uh, the question is always, the, the privilege of being a Kohen is you get to eat Truma, and the privilege of being a Levi is you get to eat Meiser. Those are the, the privileges or you get to receive the miser. We'll see exactly whether. Um, and that's like eating from Hashem's table. That's like uh, the court. That's a very uh, special and unique thing. Everybody gets a chance, even if you're not a Kohen or a Levi, uh, when you bring Meister Shani, you get to be like a Kohen. You go up to Yerushalayim and eat it there. But that's Meister that's my Shani. Um, the, um, so, uh, but there are certain times that you're not allowed to eat yet. And so when a person is just engaged to a Kohen, we, even though technically their engagement was a Torah engagement, they could eat. We said rabbinically they don't eat. We don't want them to give their brothers and sisters. Now, if the husband dies, and uh, then they're no longer connected to a Kohen family once the husband, unless they have kids. But what about if they're pregnant? So we had that before also. We wait until the baby is born. What about if a person's husband died, and then he has a brother that's going to do yibum? So they have Zika. Well, Zika is just like Erison. It's just like engagement. They have to wait until they actually have Yibam until they can uh, eat Truma. So again, we're, we're careful that they actually be in a Kohen household or a Levi household before they can eat Truma. That's the basic halacha. So Bas Yisrael, a daughter of Israel, Maresas the Kohen. She's engaged to a Kohen. Or her husband, the Kohen, died, but she's a pregnant for, to a little baby Kohen. Mober's me Kohen. Oh, Shemer's Yavim the Kohen. Oh, she's waiting for Yim for a Kohen. Became Bas Kohen Li Yisrael. Or the same thing would be if she was a daughter of a Kohen and she's engaged to a Yisrael, she, uh, even though she's still home, Lotokha Betruma. Bas Yisrael Maresis Lelevi. Let's say she's married to, engaged to a Levi. Oh, Mober's me Levi. Oh, Shemer's Yavim Levi. Or Bas Levi Israel, Lotokal Bemeiser. They also don't eat Bemeiser. Bas Levi Muresis Lekohen. What about if you got on both sides, you've got a daughter of a Levi engaged to a Kohen? So either way, she should be in, uh, in the right tribe, right? Bas Levi Muresis Lekohen, Muberis Lekohen, Shemeris Yavim Lekohen, became Bas Kohen Lelevi, Lotokal Obetruma, Velobemeiser. These are kind of no man's land. Uh, being, uh, in other words, when somebody's waiting between engagement and marriage, when somebody's pregnant and we don't know if the baby's going to be viable yet, when somebody is waiting for, um, uh, waiting for you. So let's see the Gemara. The Gemara has a question here, though. The, the, those rules are really not new. Uh, we've had them somewhat. But why, what's the problem with eating levy food? Levy food is called miser. And we seem to say that if she's pregnant from a levy, she can't eat uh, levy until the baby's born uh, or until she has uh, marriage. So I understand she can't eat in a case where she's engaged to a Kohen. 
she can't eat Kohen food because she might give some to her siblings. And that's a, that's a terrible sin to eat Truma if you're not a Kohen. So we don't take that chance. But if she's engaged to a Levi, and the Levi sends her a nice basket of Levi food, why is that a problem? Levi food is not Truma. It's Meiser. Meiser doesn't have the same forbiddenness attached to it. So why is there a problem of her not being fully in, Levy, uh, in Mrs. Levy yet, uh, even if she gives it to her siblings, what's so terrible? Zarolo, let her be a stranger. Milo Ochlobo Meiser. Uh, Meiser doesn't have the same forbiddenness to it as Truma. Wh- why does our Mishnah imply that it does? So the answer is our Mishnah is going like the opinion that it does. And there's two opinions about Meiser. Omer of Nachman, Omer Shmuhamani Rameir, Domer Meiser Rishon Asilazar. Rameir says if you're not a Levi, that's it. You can't eat any Levi food. Only a, only a Levi can eat Levi food. Only a Levi can eat Meiser. Titania, as we turn to today's page, Truma le Kohen um Meiser Rishon le Levi. Divir of Meir. A Kohen has his Truma, and the Levi has their Meiser, and uh, everybody has to keep to their food. Rebbe Lozer ben he said, Matiro le Kohen. He said, uh, a Kohen can eat Levi food also, because a Kohen is also a Levi. So, Matira, now, is that controversial? Nechlau, do you mean to say, uh, we're three lines from the top, the Ikamanda Usser, is there anybody who would say a Kohen is not also a Levi? A Kohen is like a super Levi plus, right? So, Ella, Ema, Nosna, Afla, Kohen. You're right, he meant to say, you're allowed to give it to the Kohen. We're going to get into this question. Um, are you allowed to give Meiser to a Kohen? Because a Kohen's from the tribe of Levi, but the Torah mentions giving to a Levi which implies a Levi who's not a Kohen. I mean, it was once you have the subset of Kohanim, so it's true Kohanim are also the sons of Levi, but in the end of the day, the Torah speaks out, give to the Kohen, give to the Levi. So I, we'll have to talk about that. Okay, fine. So now we're going to get into this question. What is the question whether a non-Kohen, uh, whether someone else is forbidden to eat Meiser? So that was Reb Meir's opinion, that Meiser is forbidden. Uh, we know that Truma is forbidden, but where do we find that Meiser is forbidden? My time is Rameir, Omar Ravada Bray, Rava Mishmei Gemara. He says in the name of the Gemara that he learns, it says like this, Ki es Meiser b'nei Yisrael, the tithing of b'nei Yisrael, asher yurimu l'ashem Truma. He uses both words, Meiser and Truma, together almost. Right? Listen to that Pasuk. Meiser, Truma, my Truma, and it's, it's comparing the two. The Torah seems to compare the Trumas and the Maestras. What's the comparison? My Truma Asilism. Just like Truma, we know if you're, not, if you're not the one who receives Truma, if you're not a Kohen, it's forbidden. Also, Maestr Rishon is forbidden to non-Kohanim. If you remember, Maestr Shani goes to everybody. That's taken up Jerusalem. Maestrani goes to the poor. Those aren't forbidden to... Those are, uh, there was a questions of ownership, but it's not forbidden to anybody. Whereas we're saying that uh, Maiser Rishon, which is the ghost to the Levi, is like the Truma to the Kohen. So the Morris says, all right, you want to say that Maiser is like Truma? E, my Truma, Chayavala Misa, what's the penalty if somebody eats Truma? It's death, V'chomash, and they got to pay the fifth. So, Af Maiser, Chayavala Misa, V'chomash. So, you want to say it's the same thing? It's, it's just as severe? Amakro, Mesabo Yichalenu. It says that those that profane the Truma, they, it's curtains for them. They're going to die. And, they be, and if they did it by mistake, they not only got to pay it back, they got to add the fifth. So, Olav Bovolova Meiser, Olav Bovolova Meiser. 
over there, it's specific that only there is the penalty so severe. Meiser isn't quite as severe. So according to this view, Meiser is forbidden to a non-Levi, but it, you don't get death, you don't have to add the fifth. Uh-huh. As far as, well, what do you mean? If they... Say, okay, of the so and this is the Misa Bidei It's not a, a Misa. In the, it comes from a different place. In other words, the, uh, um, uh, what we're asking here is that sometimes we find that uh, when a court's giving the supreme penalty of death, then we don't deal with minor infractions. So if we're going to kill the guy, why are we adding, making him add the fifth? <laughs> What's the, who's going to be asking about the fifth? He's not going to be living much longer, right? But... Um, so I, my, the, my understanding is that it's misibide shemayim. That comes from the, I'm not even sure what that means, death at the hands of heaven. It doesn't sound good, right? It's a, uh, uh, but that's, that's from a different department. Bezdin is going to make him pay back the truma and add the fifth. But it, um, and so Bezdin, if Bezdin were killing him, they wouldn't be asking him to pay the fifth. Whereas meshemayim uh, is where the, he has to deal with the, the death at the hands of heaven. It's a different... Uh, um, and he has to pay the fifth even if <coughs> he did it by mistake. So he doesn't face death if he did it by mistake, but he's still going to have to pay the fifth if he did it by mistake. Okay, back to the Gemara. Um, now, the opinion that argues and says that Meiser um, uh, is not like Truma, Meiser is, uh, is really, we're chilled about it. It, it's, it goes to the Levi, but the Levi, it's not forbidden food. It's not like, it doesn't have the same holiness. So according, then the question is, what does he do with the Hekish? The Torah definitely compares Truma and Meiser. The answer is, Rabban, and they learn the following, my Truma Tovelis. Just like until you take Truma, it's considered Tevel. It's a forbidden mixture. Af Meiser Rishon uh, Nami Tevel. Also, Meiser Rishon. You might think, well, what's the big deal? I didn't give the Levi. No, until it's separated, it's forbidden. It's really interesting here. Even a Kohen's not allowed to eat it until it's separated. It's, uh, it's called Tevel. I would have said if somebody didn't... Now, we know that before you eat, you have three different things to take care of. You've got to take care of the Kohen with the Truma. You've got to take care of the Levi with the Meiser. And then you've got to take care of either Meiser Shani or Meiser Rani, the poor person, or, your, or yourself. To, uh, so uh, you can't eat it until three different separations are done. You've got to say three quick prayers before you eat your crops. So I know that if you don't separate something, it's called tevel. So I would have said, I would have said, Lo, we're only going to throw the book at you and tevel shohori menu kolikar. You didn't totally, you didn't tithe it at all. But let's say you did the big, the big one. You, big, the, you did the big truma. Now, by the way, we call that the big truma because the Levi has to give a little truma. He gives truma smicer. So that's, like, that's considered the small truma. But if you're not a Levi, you wouldn't know about that. The, in other words, the Yisrael gives a piece of truma to the Kohen and a piece of meiser to the Levi. The Levi takes a piece of his meiser and gives truma smicer to the Kohen. So we call the first truma the truma gadol, the big truma. That's the because the, the, excluding the one that the levy gives, that's called truma smicer. So, anyways, uh, let's say you gave truma gadol of arimenu meiserishin, and you, you didn't yet separate meiserishin, or you took care of the levy below meisersheni, but you didn't do the meisersheni afilu meiserani, or even in the year where it goes to the poor, 
the, the, when it goes to the poor, it's even less kedusha than Meiser Shani. See, Meiser, Meiser Shani has to be eaten up in Shalayim. You've got to be pure. There are rules about that. Meiser Ani were very, that's just tzedakah. That's basically tzedakah. So what happens if you didn't give tzedakah yet? So, It compares Truma to Meiser. Just like over there, it refers to uh, even giving the Meiser Ani. You, you did everything. You took, you took care of the Kohen. You took care of the Levi. You just didn't take care of the poor. You still can't eat it. So basically, we learn out that it's tevel until it's all all the ties are removed. You know, until you take off all three, it's still tevel. The e, um, so uh, the e mahasam have a minilat. So uh, the more really now has come up with a second source. In other words, we had a first source, which was the hekish to truma de meiser, and now we have a second source, which is this pasuk of sharecha. So why do we need to? If I only had that, I would have said, if you eat tevel, no, no, no. Avo but we won't kill you. Kamash Malan, that it's actually a very severe tevel also is Bemisa. Um, there is a Rashi here. Um, let's see some Rashis. These um, um, Rashi, let's do my Truma Tovelis. Just like truma, it's considered tevel until you take it off. As long as you haven't yet separated the truma from the produce, you're in trouble for eating tevel. Misa Ksiba uses the word death. Af Rishon tevel, let's do the next Rashi, and Maiser Rishon to the Levi, it's also considered tevel. Now, this is fascinating. When you got the truma mixed in, I know why it's tevel, because it's got forbidden truma mixed in there, and if I were to eat it without separating the truma, I'd be eating a mixture that contains the super holy things that I'm not allowed to eat if I'm not a Kohen. But what about if you took truma, and all it has mixed in is miser? And there's a view that even a non-Levi can eat miser. So why should it be such a toxic mixture? So uh, Rashi, Avogafti de leka misa, still chayve misa ala tevesh lehufesh maiserisho menu. Basically, it's a, you're not supposed to eat the mixture. That's the you, you have to you have to take care of these ties. It's similar to the idea that before you make the bracha, it's forbidden to you. After you make the bracha, it's yours. Before you take the ties, and so even though it, it doesn't have for, it only has levy food mixed in there, it's still forbidden. Okay, back to the gemara. The word maskana is that even if you don't if you don't separate out Meiser Rishon or Meiser Shani, you're you're Correct. That's right. It's scary. <laughs> yeah. Tevel is tevel. But it's just interesting that even those things that are not forbidden, but basically you haven't taken the ties. You're not done yet. Lishnachrina, another way. Meiser Rishon to Tevel. The Meiser Rishon is Tevel. How do you know that? If you, in other words, even though you took Truma, so there's no Truma mixed in, but you got Meiser Rishon mixed in. Midir Rav Yosi Nafka. We learned that out from Reb Yosi. Uh, so uh, why do we need a secondly? But Imahi, if I only had that, have me Misalo Kamash It's both. But Mayak Misa, and how are we? So, uh, so. Uh, 
we've again explained the connection between truma and meiser, that just like truma, it's forbidden mixture and you're not allowed to eat it. With meiser also, it's a forbidden mixture if you haven't taken meiser and it's forbidden to eat it. But Mayuk Misa, how are we learning this whole Mishnah? Like Rav Meir that says that Meiser is forbidden to a non-Levi. So Ema Seifa, but let's look at, look at the second part of the Mishnah. Bas Levi Mareses L'Kohen or Bas Kohen L'Levi. We said if a Bas Levi is engaged to a Kohen or a Bas Kohen is engaged to a Levi, Lotoko Loba Truma Veloba Meiser. Now, she's not allowed to eat Truma and not allowed to eat Meiser. But why can't she eat Meiser? Hacha Meizarosika. She's not a nun, she's a daughter of a Levi. So why would she not be allowed to eat Meiser? Uh, or if she's the daughter of a Kohen also. So um, th- this doesn't fit like Rav Meir. Why would it be forbidden? So So we need a noob shot. It can't mean you, she can't eat it. Uh, because it, it, uh, Abbas Levi, there's no reason she can't eat it. If you want to, the, the question really is, we know that typically that a meiser doesn't become forbidden. So we said, well, we're going like Rameir that says it does. But even like Rameir, to a daughter of a levy, it shouldn't be forbidden. So we need to change the pshat. What's the pshat over here that it can't be eaten by these women? What's the issue? So Amr of Shesh is when we say she doesn't be eaten, what do we mean? It means, It means that she's not allowed to give permission to tithe. So let's just go back. Tithing, there is some leeway as to how much you tithe. You can be a generous tither or you can be a cheapskate. So, and if the wife is in charge, so she tithes for the household. So when she's just engaged, she doesn't have the rights to make the financial decisions yet. She has to wait. So McLeod and Nesua, but this implies once they're married, then the wife is the boss. Is that true? Yeah, absolutely. In she's in charge. She better. Than she. she wants to tithe. She can tithe. And Tanya, like we learned, uh, but Tanya, and this this Tanya is a proof. You can eat it and your household. You and your house. Your wife is your house. She wants to take truma. You let her. Does that mean she's allowed? Maybe she means she can eat. Um, if you're going to tell me. So, again, are we talking about just the Bas Levi eating, or are we talking about her giving permission to tithe? So we know Truma is strict, and she can eat Truma once she's married, Meiser HaKalokos, and certainly she could, she'd be able to eat Meiser. That she's allowed to give the orders to give the Truma. He tells you a, a different halacha. Really, what, what is the Pusik saying over here that she, when she's engaged, she, uh, she can't get truma or meiser? That we don't, if she comes to the farm, we don't give her. Usually, truma and meiser were given at the granary, at the farm. We don't give the wife at the farm. She's got to wait till they bring it home and then she can tithe. So, what's the reason? There's an opinion that says, Farm is a, can be a very quiet place. That's why people like the farm. They, they get away from stuff. It's quiet. Nobody's going to bother you. It's you and Hashem, right? So, and the cows, right? So, and the, but the problem is if a woman's on the farm, she could very easily be alone with one of the farmhands. And women aren't supposed to be in places where they're alone. It's a dangerous situation. So according to that view, we don't want the lady going to the granary because somebody could set her up or whatever, you know, and she could be alone over there. So that's just a, uh, a rabbinic decree that we don't send the Levi women folk off to the farms.
But there's a different logic there. What happens if she's again? Uh, so the question is, who picks up the truma and who picks up the meiser? So the Kohen or the Levi does. But what if the Kohen or the Levi in the base of Migdush and they want to send their wife to the farm to go pick it up? So one view was we never let the women in the farm because of Yichud. That was one view. There's another view, no such thing. There was no such decree. What's the problem with sending the wife? What happens if the wife gets divorced and she's not entitled anymore to truma? Would, would the farmer know it? He'd have no idea. This lady's been coming for 100 years. How would he know that she's divorced? And so we're concerned that she'll still pick up truma and miser even after, or let's say the husband died. How would the farmer know? So we, you get used to Mrs. Cohen and Mrs. Levy, you won't realize that they're not the actual Cohen and the Levy. So uh, that, that's why they didn't have the women picking up. Mishum Grusha. So the Gemara says, um, it's a little bit of a, a, um, uh, of, a, of, a, of a Girsa thing here. Mine, uh, I have mine on the right, on the right side, the fixed Girsa. I don't know if you have it too. So the way you read it is this. So the Gemara says, Grusha bas Cohen milo ochlo mitruma. But doesn't a divorced woman also eat truma? Ula tamek grusha baslevi milo ochba meiser. Wouldn't she also eat meiser? Um, uh, if they had kids or whatever, they would eat. Uh, so, or if they were, uh, oh, actually, if she's a bas kohen and she's married to a kohen and she gets divorced, she could still eat truma. So, why are we so worried about that case? The Morsa Xerim Mishum Grusha Bas Yisrael. In case she's a bas Yisrael and she gets divorced, then she's no longer able to eat truma. So then the Morris says, Why are we only saying if she's engaged, even if she's married also? So the Morris said, you're right. We just mentioned engaged. Basically, if we don't want the women to do it because we don't know their marital status, so it's true, we, wouldn't, it would not, it, we not only wouldn't want a, uh, um, an engaged woman to come to the granary, we wouldn't want the married woman to come to the granary either, according to this view. It's just a, a rule about giving it out and how, you, how they have it set up. There, there is another view. Um, the, the, I think Rav Hirsch says this, that they really farmers tend to be secluded. They're out there in the middle of nowhere, and they don't, uh, sometimes they, they work hard, and they're just away from society sometimes. So you wanted the, Kohen, the Kohanim and the Levim to come there and teach them Torah, because they would come there for their Truma and Meisr, so this way they get exposed People would travel to the far out uh, farms to teach them Torah. Okay, back to the Gemara. Then Rabbanan, rabbis taught Truma le Kohen and Maiserishan Levi. Dire Rabbi Kiva. He says Truma goes to a Kohen and Maiserishan goes to. That's what Rabbi Kiva says. Well, Zabin says le Kohen. He says, no, give your Maiser to the Kohen. So the Gemara says, a Kohen below the Levi? Do you mean you don't give the Levi? Ela aim af the Kohen. He says you're allowed to give it also to the Kohen. So then what's the, why would Rebbe Kiva argue with that? Why can't you give your, you can do a two for one. You can give your truma and your meister to the Kohen because the Kohen's also a Levi. So what's the problem with that? So my time to Rebbe Kiva. What's Rebbe Kiva? The Torah wants you to give it to a Levi. doesn't want you to give it to a Kohen. So that's why he said that you should give meister, you look for your Levi. The edich and the other opinion that says you're allowed to give it to a kohen. I, the Torah says Levi. The answer is Kid Yeshua ben Levi. Don't Yeshua ben Levi besim barba mekamos. Twenty four times in the Torah, Nikra Kohanim Levim. Twenty four different places it uses the word Levi to refer to the kohanim. 
So, and this is one of them. So even though it says give to the Levi, the Kohen is also a Levi. So we're having a huge debate because there are Leviim that are not Kohanim. But uh, is a Kohen automatically a Levi or not? That's really the, almost the, the question here. Um, so Morris says, where do you uh, see that? For Kohanim a Leviim b'nei tzadik. Uh, the, and, the, and this is one of them. That Pasuk is very clear. It says that the sons of Tzadok are Leviim. Tzadok was the famous Kohen Gadol. So you see that uh, Kohanim are also called Leviim. So what's Rabbi Kiva going to do with that argument? You can't say that every Pasuk that says Levi refers to a Kohen also. Because the Torah tells the Levi, so again, we're in the middle of a full-fledged argument here. Can you give your meiser to a Kohen? So do you say a Kohen is also called a Levi or not? And Rebbe Kiva is arguing against it. So what's the argument against it? So we said, well, it says Levi, but Levi also means Kohen. So the more is, because we said 24 places, Levi means Kohen. So now the more answers, Rebbe Kiva, what's his argument? It says you eat meiser Levi, but kol makam. You can eat it anywhere. Now, the anywhere is because Meiser Shani uh, can't be eaten anywhere. You can only eat that in Hashem's palace up in Yerushalayim. But Meiser Levi can be eaten anywhere. So Rabbi Kiva Darshan's like this. Well, why does it need to say anywhere? Eat it wherever you want. Why, obviously, if it's mine, I can eat it. <laughs> if it doesn't tell me where to eat it, I can eat it wherever I want. Why does the Torah say, B'kol it's telling you you can only give it to somebody who can eat it anywhere. Yotze Kohen Sheni Kohen can't eat it in the cemetery. Kohen can't take it everywhere. It's a, it's an interesting drush. I don't know what I would have uh, thought of that, but anyway, he's saying that it's excluding the Kohen because the Kohen can't go anywhere. A Levi can go anywhere. So you, you can't go in the base of Mikdash, and you can't go in the base of Kfarish. That's right. Uh, right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, so what is the other opinion going to do with Abida? Kolhecha, the boy, uh, he can means, when it says he can go anywhere, it means he doesn't have to be inside the wall of Yishalayim. And he can even eat it when he's tame. Uh In other words, uh, he can even eat it when he's tame, and that's, uh, so anyway, we have a machlokas here. So again, we have an argument about whether a Kohen, whether or not he satisfies the requirement for Miser. Or is the Torah telling us specifically to give it to the Levi? Okay, fine. Two opinions. Now we get a story. Rav Lozer ben Azariah was a famous Kohen. And there was a certain garden, that, uh, a certain farm that he would visit, and he would take, uh, 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 he would get Maiserishon from that farm, even though he was a Kohen. Uh, he went and he would get Maiserishon, and he would get Levi food from there also. So he was taking truma and meiser. Rebbe Kiva didn't like that. So Rebbe Kiva sabotaged him. Also Rebbe Kiva, Adri Lepiska Lebei Kivri. He opened the cemetery door to that garden so that the Kohanim wouldn't be allowed in. So this way only a levy could go. And uh, um, I don't know exactly how he did it, but Rebbe Kiva is a smart enough man. He figured out how to sabotage Rebbe Lozer Ben Azariah. Right, happened to be a seven. No, no, but they buried people those days. You know, people be buried. You know, some. You know, if they lived on a farm, they wouldn't schlep the body to the city. They had a part w- near the farm where they buried him out back somewhere. So he uh, he opened it up to the doorway. 
now there's the idea where, wherever the body has to go through. I don't know exactly how he did it. So uh, Rabbi Lozer ben went to his favorite farm to get his fresh... Um, we had, where I grew up in Ohio, we had a, 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 a favorite farm where we used to get sweet corn from. And it was like the two weeks that that was fresh. It was like my, my family always had to get like, you know, and they would, sh- my mother would ship it to the kids like, in, you know, to get the fresh corn from the, this farm. Uh, it's, I think it's still there, but uh, uh, because there's nothing like going to your farm and getting your, you know, the, it, it's in season and it's fresh. So, um, uh, so Rebbe Lozer ben went to his farm to get his miser and he sees the cemetery sign up over there and he knows Rebbe Kiva was the one who did it. So he says, next time he sees a Rebbe Kiva, he says, Akiva, Bitarmilo, uh, He says, Rebbe Kiva, he says, well, you can always be a shepherd, but how am I supposed to live if you're going to put the cemetery there and take away my food? So he was obviously joking because um, he was actually rich, Rebbe Lozer ben Azariah. The more it says he, he had like, uh, I think it was 10,000 new, uh, uh, where his tithe for the year or something like that. Um, and Rebbe Kiva was not a shepherd anymore. Um, it, he was actually insulting him a little bit and saying, Yo, you know, Rebbe Kiva, you're just a shepherd. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> so, but the question is, the Gemara wouldn't record an insult unless there's a deep lesson in it. So uh, what's happened is over time, we forgot the lesson in the insults. In other words, it's not just a, an insult like what we would say today, a shtuch. Uh, that's often the case. Uh, so, but anyway, that's... Uh, he wasn't happy that he, uh, Rebbe Kiva, did that to him. That's what he said. Itmar, the Gemara said, now we get to the original discussion. Um, the, so there's this original argument whether Kohanim could get Meiser. Uh, but the argument stopped by Bayesheni, they actually decreed that you don't need to give the Levi anymore. They took away the Levi's Meiser. Itmar, what happened? So, Pligi, there's the debate. Because they didn't come. What happened was, by Bayesheni, uh, the Levium didn't show up in number, and the, which you would have expected that they would show up. Uh, you know, they were Levium, but a lot of people didn't come back. Uh, even a lot of the Levium didn't come back, and so when they, they were, there were not enough Levium to give, so they took it away and gave it to the Kohanim. The Chachamim, they said a different opinion. The Kohanim were poor, and they didn't get fields. The Kohanim weren't given fields. And um, so, uh, especially in Bayesheni, where the land wasn't developed yet, so they, uh, they allowed the Kohanim to eat miser. Now, the Kohanim would never starve because they always have truma. But guess what? If you become Tameh, you can't eat truma. So they gave the Kohanim the rights to eat miser so they could at least eat it when they're Tameh. So two opinions what changed. In other words, either it was an allowance for the poor Kohanim, or it was a, uh, because the Levim didn't come back. They didn't come back. They lost the penalty. Wait a second here. <laughs> you can't take the Levim's food away just to help the poor Kohanim. It's nice that you want to help the Kohanim, but what's the reason? Everybody agrees this was a penalty. Why? They didn't come back. What's the argument? Israelis all like this because they all want to know why we, you know, what are we doing in America? You know, why we didn't come back, right? But this is the argument. Mar savra konsolaniim. The penalty was the, to the poor. Mar savra kohanim be made to, um, uh, to musin. 
Aniyam Nenu. The Kohanim, during the, the question is, who do you give it to? So one view was that you give it to the poor Kohanim. The other view is even the Kohanim that are not poor, when they're Tameh, they're poor because they don't have enough food, so you could give it to them. Here also there seems to be a Girsa issue. Um, so Morris said, um, the wording is, is confusing here. Do, do we penalize the, the Levia, the poor, or what? The Morris said, uh, if you're coming and you want to get it as a kanas, then you get it. But if you're getting it because you're entitled to it, you're not entitled to it, it should go to the, uh, the Levium. That, that was the, uh, the discussion. Um, the, the question was, what was Rebbe Lozab and Azariah's argument and what was Rebbe Akiva's argument? And how do you know the Levium didn't come back? Because it says in the Pasevi Kapsamel Nar, when Ezra was there, he looked around for a levy, and you couldn't find. You know, some shuls you go to, they have no levy, right? That's just they just aren't there. Uh, he says that just a side fact. He said that uh, the policemen, the shotrim, that's a position of responsibility. The ideal people were the levium. The levium, uh, the um, there was a tough job. You sometimes, if you're a police, you have to enforce even against family members. So the Levium had that in them by the golden calf that they uh, they um, uh, even if it was a relative of theirs, if they worshipped the golden calf, the Levi had that you know zeal to. So uh, he says that originally uh, we only picked judges, um, we only picked uh, shotrim from the Levium. But today. Uh, I don't know if it's because we don't have Levium, but uh, now we pick even from Israel. Let's take a quick look at the Tosos Yeshanim. Um, the Tosos Yeshanim is on the side here. Um, so there's a few things here. Um, Actually, I want to do the Tosus, but before I do the Tosus, there's a, look, the very bottom of the Tosus Shishanim. Shnemer Shotim Roshechem. So the Gemara says, as it says, this Pasuk about the officers. So, Zakt the Tosus Shishanim. Einza Pasuk Bekol Mikra. No such Pasuk. Veshema, uh, and maybe he was referring to the other Pasuk in Devarim that we quoted earlier. So um, actually, it comes out like it could be takes out the shenemar. The word shenemar means as it says, <laughs> which sounds like there's a pasuk like that. Mm-hmm. So uh, the Tosa Shanim says no such pasuk doesn't doesn't exist. Um, so uh, let's see the. I just want to do the bottom tosus real quick for the levim and elevim. Now the levim weren't there. I it says in kedushin asor yuksnol above the chash of levim. What do you mean? We quoted this two days ago that one of the classes of people that did come were the Levium. It said that in the times of Ezra, when they found Kohen Levi Israel, now they had the Mabzerim too, and they had, you, it seems like you always have Mabzerim, you always have, you're always going to have other kinds of people too, but you had Levium there. So wh- how can we say there were no Levies that came up? Alma, Olu, you see, they did come. Um... So what is the Gemara saying? No Levi's, there were Levium. 
So Rashi and the Gemara over there says that these were Levium that were Kotze Bahonos, who, who bit off their thumbs. You all remember the Levium were expert musicians, and uh, they played in the base of Migdush. And uh, when they were taken to Bavel, they ordered them to play uh, the songs of the Beis Amikdash. And the Levium uh, knew that they couldn't get out of it. Uh, so what they did was they bit off their thumbs so they couldn't play. That was what the, uh, they were so, so when they came back to the Beis Amikdash, which Levium were the ones that showed up? All the ones with the broken thumbs. So the problem was, where were their kids? Where were the other ones? They went and they cut off, he doesn't say they bit, he said they cut off their thumbs. So how could we sing the songs of Zion on this foreign land? So they didn't have any musicians. You needed the ones who could, who could play. So that was the problem by the Bayashani. You had the Vim, but those were the old Vim who, and they weren't able to play anymore. Uh, funny thing is that I guess they would have been over 70 years old if they were, right? And they were probably not kids either. They were not young. But anyway, Ahmed, uh, so right away they went and they didn't have enough musicians to play the shir. They paid a penalty. I had an opinion that the main thing is the vocal. So, even if the main thing is the vocal, there still is a mitzvah to do it with the... Um, uh, with the, have the music. So that was the problem, is that we didn't have the Levine for the music. All right, you ladies, you're not getting your Meiser if you don't come back and play the music. So I, I don't know if there, there was a, you know, what, what uh, there was a time frame or that, but that was the rest of the story. Okay, new Mishnah. Bas Yisrael, Shinnissus the Kohen. So Bas Yisrael marries a Kohen, and this is Nisuin. Again, the previous Mishnah was just being engaged to a Kohen. Once she marries him, then she can eat Truma. Mace. If the Kohen died, we'll all men who bane, and she has a little baby Kohen, Tokel Betruma. Nisus Levi, if she marries a Levi, Tokel Bameiser, she can eat Meiser. If Mr. Levi dies, we'll all men bane, and she has a son, Tokel Bameiser, she can eat because of the kid. Nisus Yisrael, if she marries Yisrael, lo Tokel, lo Betruma, lo Bameiser. There's no Truma Meiser if you marry Yisrael. Macy dies, and she has a kid from the Yisrael. She can't go back home to being a daughter of a Kohen, or a daughter of a Lo, Tokel, lo Betruma, lo Bameiser. Let's say her Israelite son dies and she doesn't have any kids and she's a Bas Levi. If she's the daughter of a Kohen married to a Levi, she can go back to Truma. Now, if her child from the Kohen dies, and if she's a daughter of Israel, so then she, she's, and she didn't have any children from the Kohen or the Levi, then she can't eat either. Okay, we will stop here on Pei Zion. And uh, again, there's a small chance I'll, I'll be live tomorrow, but I'm not planning on it. Um, so we'll, hopefully we'll put up the, um, at some point we'll put up the, uh, um, uh, the Zoom, uh, you know, the recording, the podcast. But we'll be here tomorrow night, Mertz for the 7 and the 9.